From Combs Gym at Champaign Central High School in Champaign, Illinois, WDWS Sports Extra and News Gazette Preps proud to present a grudge match. Champaign Central and Centennial ready to go at it. We are about 15 minutes from tip-off. The JV game has just concluded. Centennial, a 73-64 winner to start the night. Let's see. How the varsity game goes. Joey right alongside Jason Liggett. Jason, you and I have uh, seen a number of these matchups over the years. Of course, you get to see Centennial up close and personal. You work in the hallways of Centennial High School. These games are always so much fun. Doesn't really matter where you're at coming in. Last year, we cozied up here on this same perch at the Combs Gym balcony and saw three overtimes. Yeah, the game last year was uh, absolutely unforgettable, Joey. Uh, I remember thinking, you know, as it came down to the wire, oh, this is going to go to overtime. Oh, th this could go to two overtimes. Oh, we're at the third overtime. And no matter how, it doesn't matter which team is seeing the most success to this point of the season, throw out the records because once the Crosstown rivalry hits, it's anyone's game. And as we saw in the JV game, Centennial built a, a pretty good lead in that game, and then it felt like Cent Central just kept battling back, battling back, and got it uh, within single digits. Uh, towards the end of that ball game. It was almost a 20-point lead for Centennial throughout that one, Jason. And then Central forces a couple turnovers, gets a couple breaks to go their way. All of a sudden, it was 69-61 with 57 seconds left. Central had all the momentum in the world. The bleacher bums were right on top of the court making noise. Centennial student section had to get up and fight them off. And eventually, Centennial was able to emerge with a 73 to 64 winner. The clock is ticking now, and we are 13 and a half minutes away from tip-off at Combs Gym, the varsity game, getting ready to start. And Jason, that's what you want. You want a close varsity game, or a close junior varsity game, pardon me, on a night like this. Really get everyone ready to go and, uh, and get the energy flowing here. Even though it was a nine-point winner, ultimately for Centennial, uh, a little bit of uh, enthusiasm for Central, certainly. Absolutely. I had someone mention the other day that, oh, you know, the weather looks like 
we're going to get snow or rain or it's going to be really cold. Oh, it's not going to be that big of a crowd. And I go, trust me, it's going to be a huge <laughs> crowd. Get there early. It's going to be jam-packed, and that's exactly what it is. Yeah, I hope you got here early. Well, maybe I hope you didn't get here early, so you have to listen to us. But if you wanted to be here at Combs Gym, hope you got here early because it is an absolutely packed house. Jason, you and I were talking a few minutes ago. It was packed last year. It's always packed. I don't remember this big of a crowd that early, though. Yeah, one thing they really pushed, both athletic departments seemed that they were pushing uh, both yesterday and today was for people to buy tickets in advance, and I think that even created a little bit more hype for this uh, basketball game tonight. Combs Gym, a historic venue here at Champaign Central High School as we stand about 12 minutes away from tip-off. The Maroons and Chargers ready to go at it. And when you come to a game at Combs Gym, you're right on top of the floor. doesn't matter if you're one of the lucky students uh, who gets a seat on the lower level or if you're a, a general admission patron who has to sit on one of the balconies. These balconies, Jason, are steep. You feel like you're on the court pretty much when you're sitting up here watching a game, and it is a, an absolutely electric atmosphere. want to clue our listeners into our perch here. We are on the side uh, of the bleacher, of the uh, benches, I should say, here. Uh, what would you call that, the... The visiting side bleachers looks like we're uh, among a lot of Centennial fans up here. And we are just tucked into this little corner here. We're on the wall that the band is playing uh, on the stage. And we don't have a whole lot of room to move up here. And uh, it's, it's just how you'd want it in a game like this. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of room to move anywhere here. You mentioned being in uh, Combs Gymnasium. And I'm so glad they continue to keep their basketball games in this gym as opposed to moving them to the new gym. Great facility uh, remodel here at Champaign Central High School. But there's something about these old style gyms where you're right on top of the court. Everyone's screaming at everyone. You can see everybody. Uh, really compact here, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Absolutely not. And looking at these teams, as we have about 10 and a half minutes left until tip-off, Champaign Central entering play at 8 and 10. They've had some ups. They've had some downs this season. Centennial started hot, a 7 and 2 start for the Chargers. They come in at 11 and 6, and even 4 and 4 in their last eight. And when you look at Centennial, it's Jaden Schilb. When you look at Central, it's Chris Bush. A lot of talent on the floor tonight. Two relatively young teams trying to feel their way through this season. Yeah, you know, uh, speaking, uh, looking at uh, Centennial, I know their leading scorer last year, Sophie Fatacondo, was a senior. He graduated. Their star point guard last year, uh, Preston Sledge, ended up uh, transferring and going out east to attend high school out there for his senior season. So you do certainly have some seniors on this Centennial team, but you mentioned Jaden Schilb, that's a sophomore, and uh, he's been incredible this season. Had a little bit of a rough outing uh, with normal community, but just about everybody this season has had a little bit of a rough outing with normal community. Got into some foul trouble early on in that game, and it kind of hampered his uh, stats and hampered the Chargers throughout that game, but I'm looking for a big night here from Jaden Schilb. Yeah, if Tim Lavin and P.J. Keaton, our two head coaches tonight, get a chance to catch up here in the next nine and a half minutes, and I assume they will when the teams meet up at midcourt for the handshake line and all that, they'll, they'll probably tell each other, thank goodness we don't have to go through those Ironmen anymore. They run the Big 12 Conference this year. They're so big, and both the Chargers and Maroons have played normal community within their last two games. 
Central played Normal Community on January 5th. That was a 70-36 loss. And Centennial, Normal Community was their last game. Jason, you and I were both there on Tuesday. A 69-41 loss that played a little bit closer than the final score would suggest. But still, the Chargers didn't have many an answer down the stretch in that one. Yeah, and it was it was going into the game. I was a little worried about normal community's offense, but it proved to be their defense that really just shut down the Chargers. They couldn't really get into any sort of offensive flow. I felt throughout that game on Tuesday night. Not at all, and as we said, that was for the Chargers a 69-41 setback. Jason, looking at this rivalry, the battle for, the uh, battle for Champagne, pardon me, as it's come to be known, it means so much to so many in this community. And it's meant even more to Centennial in the last seven meetings. The Chargers have won all of them. What does Central have to do tonight to stem the tide and, and turn things around? Well, they're going to need some people to step up and step up big. Uh, I'm excited to see how, uh, you know, first-year head coach, I know that he coached one of the rivalry games last year in absence of Lacante Nix, but first-year head coach, how he kind of uh, feeds his team and uh, him understanding this rivalry will certainly feed into that as well. But I think that's a big component. But they're going to have to have someone else step up on this uh, central team. And as you mentioned, you know, home court advantage, uh, you know, the, the bleacher bums were already hyped up, but we're both from Champaign, so it really feels like anyone's game. Absolutely. These games are so much fun. You mentioned Lacante Nix, the uh, former coach of the Champaign Central Maroons, had to miss the second meeting between these two teams last season, he was under the weather, so P.J. Keaton, then an assistant, stepped up and coached that game. This rivalry got thrown into a bit of a blender last year, Jason. These teams were supposed to meet for the first time at Centennial in mid-January. They had to postpone that game because of a problem with Centennial's basket cables that retract them up to the ceiling, so they had to get that fixed. They postponed the game, and they played twice in the span of nine days. The first right here at Combs Gym was that 75-72 decision that Centennial won in three overtimes. And then B.J. Keaton's coaching debut, a 64-49 loss. I've got to think the bleacher bums, Jason, have a little extra motivation tonight. If you're a student at Champaign Central High School, you haven't been in school for a win against Centennial. Last time that happened was when these kids were in middle school back in 2020, and that was an overtime winner for Central. I was in the house that night. 52-49 was the score. Yeah, I, I really didn't even realize it had been that long. Uh, you know, seven games in favor of the Centennial Chargers. You know, I think that speaks to just the talent that comes through Centennial, but also the incredible coaching staff, uh, starting with Tim Lavin, who's been there for a number of years. Yeah, and Tim Lavin actually coached for a time in the 90s at Champaign Central High School. He's been the head coach of the Centennial Chargers since the 2001-02 season. Jason, he is... Five wins shy of the 400 mark. Enters plate tonight at 395. So he could get to 400 in the next two or three weeks, depending on how things play out. And an absolutely legendary career that Tim Lavin has amassed at Centennial, including a state title. Yeah, and he's not done yet. Uh, you know, no. he's not leaving this season <laughs> by any means. Still got plenty of uh, fuel left in the tank to coach Tim Lavin. And, uh, you know, looking down the line at this schedule, I, uh, you know, I, I'd place a favorable bet that uh, Lavin's going to reach 400 wins this season. He's certainly got the team to do it. Again, if you're just joining us, we are at Combs Gym at Champaign Central High School getting ready for the battle for Champaign Central and Centennial. Five and a half minutes until the varsity game tips off. JV game ran just a tick long. 
All told, though, I've seen JV games run longer. Centennial won at 73-64. Champaign Central hosting tonight 8-10 on the season, 2-4 in the Big 12 Conference. Centennial 11-6, 3-1 in Big 12 play. And Jason, I, I, I think we're going to see kind of a, a physical battle to match up again. I'm so interested in looking at tonight Chris Bush, who had 18 points for Champaign Central in their last timeout against Normal West, including two threes. And Jaden Schilb, 6'5 sophomore for the Chargers, who had nine points against Normal Community in the Chargers last time out. Those are the two stars, similar in height, uh, similar in skill. That's that's the matchup to watch, I think. Yeah, I think you're right about that. And we'll see how Jaden Schilb responds, not only from having a little bit of a rough game uh, earlier this week, but then also responds to Chris Bush and the Maroons. Remember, Chris played in this Crosstown Rivalry Games last year. Uh, you know, Jaden was just a freshman, uh, did not. Yeah, I talked with Jaden after that uh, normal community game on Tuesday for a story in the News Gazette. Of course, you got to ask about uh, Central when that's the next game, and he said as much. I'm excited to play him. It's my first time out, to paraphrase what he said. Chris Bush does have a little bit of prior experience, but of course, it's not just those uh, two players on either roster, Jason, starting with Centennial. You got to say the Macaboo name when the Chargers are playing. That's uh, a family well, that's had a lot of success for the Chargers, and they've got Grady, they've got Todd, and they've got Voldy, although uh, not expecting to see Voldy tonight. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard not to say the Macaboo name <laughs> when you have uh, three uh, family members on the same team, but uh, Voldy uh, had an ankle injury that he suffered game on Tuesday night, so he will not be in the lineup tonight for the Chargers. But, you know, I've seen uh, great things from Todd McAboo. Uh, Todd's been able to really jumpstart this offense at times, honestly. If they're double-teaming Jaden Schilb, he's having an off night. They're passing that ball around, seeing who can make a couple of shots. Todd's good at driving that ball in, trying to get a bucket down low as well, which sometimes, uh, depending on who they're playing, Centennial is uh, undersized at times. Not that Todd has much size to him, but he's able to get down low, get a busket, bucket, not always just outside shooting. Another one to look for is Kellen Foltz. Uh, you know, he's the uh, quarterback of the Centennial Chargers football team, yep. but he's had some real solid games this season. Uh, he's a starter for uh, Coach Lavin's team. And then O'Neal Johnson. O'Neal Johnson lit the net on fire several games last year. Uh, I recall one where he made five three-pointers in a row, and he just seemed unstoppable. He started off this uh, season with an injury. Still doesn't seem to quite have his uh, shooting back in-game. If you ever watch him pre-game or in practice, he seems like he's drilling everything. I think he's still working on getting his legs underneath him, but he has been progressing, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see some uh, a good outing here from O'Neal Johnson as well. O'Neal Johnson, eight points and two threes against Normal Community on Tuesday. And looking at Champaign Central, talked about Chris Bush, who had 18 in the Maroons last time out. Luke Swanson has really picked it up in the last couple of games for the Maroons as well. 10 points against Normal West on Tuesday, 10 points against Normal Community last Friday. And he pairs with the likes of Cole Vuglar, Torian Roan, expect to see his name called a little bit, Landon Robinson. It is a pretty deep team that P.J. Keaton has for Champaign Central, starting with Chris Bush, then Luke Swanson. Yeah, I remember Torreon uh, stepping up and getting some key buckets last year during that triple overtime game. Uh, I know that uh, Champaign Central Maroons also named Torreon Roan, the senior guard, a uh, athlete of the week here at Champaign Central. Uh, so, yeah, I expect uh, big things from Torreon as well. We'll see how 
uh, Coach Keaton is able to rotate his bench in and really get a good rotation here and uh, how Tim Lavin responds. I think, think it's going to be a little bit of a chess match. Also going to see, you know, if teams get in foul trouble. Uh, I know uh, the Chargers have uh, done that on a couple of the games, and all teams do. And if you have key players go out, who's going to step up? And that'll be the interesting part, especially in these crosstown rivalry games. I don't know how many players that you view as just bench players, maybe not even role players, but you got to play them. They step in, and they're able to hit a big bucket. Momentum shifts one way to the other. The stage is set. The battle for Champagne just about set to tip off. Glad you're with us on WDWS Sports Extra on WDWS.com. I'd also like to thank our friends at the News Gazette. As we get ready to go, eight minutes on the clock for the first quarter, and we are just about ready for opening ceremonies, the national anthem, and our starting lineups. Packed house at Combs Gym. Hope you got here early, otherwise you're not getting a seat. They were turning folks away moments ago as they tried to come in to watch what should be a good one. We get ready for the national anthem. We'll go down to the court for the Star Spangled Banner. Come back for lineups and the game. Glad you're with us on WDWS Sports Extra. Welcome back inside Combs Gym at Champaign Central High School, WDWS Sports Extra. Proud to present one of the best rivalries in Central Illinois, Champaign Central hosting Centennial, a boys basketball showdown on a chilly Friday night in mid-January. I'm Joey Wright, to my right is Jason Liggett. We're ready to go. The stage is set, Jason. It's the old cliche, I use it all the time. Throw the records out the window, we're ready to go. 
Yeah, we're ready to go, and here they are announcing the Centennial Charger starting lineup, and I'm sure this place will uh, come alive once they do the starting lineup for the home Champagne Central Maroons. And they are now introducing those Maroons. First, let's run you through Centennial starting lineup. It is what we thought it would be. Todd McAboo, a 5'11 senior guard, number 21 in blue, joined by a 6'1 junior guard, number 23 in blue, O'Neal Johnson. Kellen Fultz wearing 25. He is a 6'1 junior guard. Jaden Schilb, a 6'5 sophomore guard, will wear number 32 tonight, and he's joined in the lineup by the center, 6'7", junior Caden Pete, wearing number 34. And Champaign Central is being introduced right now. Their lineup is as follows. A 5'11", junior guard in Luke Swanson. Chris Bush wearing number 10, a 6'6", junior forward. Axel Baldwin, one of a couple of seniors on this Maroons roster, a 6'3", senior guard. And they are joined by Antoine Frazier, a 5'11 junior guard, and A.J. Tucker, also a 5'11 junior guard. That's the theme for the Maroons. Coaches, P.J. Keaton for Champaign Central, Tim Lavin for Centennial. Central in the white home uniforms, maroon numbers, maroon lettering across the front, and maroon trim on the shorts. Navy blue for Centennial, powder blue numbers, powder blue piping on the shorts, powder blue text as well. Eight minutes on the clock. Ball is in the air and it's fumbled and a jump ball is called. One second into the game and so they will redo. Oh, what an anticlimactic start to this one here. Will they redo it or will they? They will. They'll redo the opening tip. Yeah, they reset the clock to eight minutes. And now we're underway. Central wins the tip as it looked like they did the first time. Chris Bush winning the tip and here are the Maroons. Moving as we look at it left to right, Chris Bush has it right wing, two steps in, mid-range J, a little short off the front of the iron, and Kellen Fultz can't quite haul in the rebound, but it's tipped over to Jaden Schilb, and Schilb will run point for Centennial, the Chargers' first possession of the game. A scoreless game in the early stages at Combs Gym. Central moving right to left, ball out top now, it's O'Neal Johnson. Now they get it to Schilb in the left corner, Schilb's gonna drive left baseline, kicks it out to nobody, turnover. Thrown right to the Bleacher Bums student section, which spans six or seven rows of bleachers in the lower level, far side of the gym. Second possession for Champaign Central. Let's see, here's Luke Swanson, the 5'11 junior guard, number five in white, between the rings, over to the right now, and A.J. Tucker. Tucker high-low to Chris Bush. Bush from the right block, off the glass, and Central, a 2-0 leader a minute into the game. Second possession here for Centennial. First one ended in a turnover. Jaden Schill between the rings on the left wing. Moves to the left. Left-handed dribble. And now he's going to kick it out top to Todd McAboo. McAboo, top of the arc. Dribbling right, driving right, looking off the block. Off the glass with a little contact. No foul, but this game's tied at two as Axel Baldwin, Luke Swanson, pardon me, brings it up for the Maroons, and he goes down to the left corner, Antoine Frazier, Frazier out top, Axel Baldwin, Baldwin gonna drive, attacking from the left wing, down from about eight feet out, won't go, offensive rebound, Chris Bush, and a jump ball, physical play down there, it's a tie up between Schilb and uh, Caden Pete, or between Bush and Caden Pete, pardon me, and that arrow is gonna favor Centennial. 
favor Centennial, and you see Todd McAboo dribbling this one down, exactly what I described the last uh, play down the floor. Todd McAboo able to drive that ball inside and get the bucket for the Chargers' first points of the game. Chargers turn it over again as they tried to set the offense up between the circles. They go down low. They tool it to Antoine Frazier, and Frazier lays it in for the Maroons. Centennial defense caught up, couldn't get there in time. Central leads 4-2, two, two minutes into the game. 5.55 in the first quarter as Jaden Schilb goes down to the corner. And he's looking and finding Kellen Foltz. Foltz down low to Pete. Pete couldn't get that one to go. Good defense on the interior from the Maroons. And Chris Bush will run point and set up this possession for the Maroons who lead 4-2. They go over to Axel Baldwin, pardon me, Baldwin trying to find Antoine Frazier out top. It was tipped. Maroons get it back, and now there's an opening down low trying to drive A.J. Tucker, and that'll be a charge. Able to get there in time. Look like O'Neal Johnson, Jason, able to draw the charge there. Yeah, that was O'Neal Johnson getting in front of the offensive player and planting his feet and staying still and falling right over just as he... Uh, should do in that possession always comes down to the referees everybody has a different view whenever you're seeing a charge is it a charge or a foul but I think that very well was a charge that is the first foul of the game and it goes against Central Maroons up four to two five fifteen to play in the first quarter Centennial has the ball in the offensive end now off to our left they go down to Kellen Fultz Fultz lost it and there to clean it up is Caden Pete that was underneath the basket and an easy shot for Pete the six seven junior this game's tied at four Champaign Central dribbles ahead now. Luke Swanson has the ball in his right hand. Right-handed dribble stopped on the right wing. O'Neal Johnson playing defense. Give to Chris Bush at the free throw line. Deep two wouldn't go. Centennial rebound. Fultz pushes ahead. Fultz across midcourt. And with 4.40 left in the first quarter, this game's tied at four. Centennial looking to take the lead. Blake Shelb three on the left wing. Air ball. And it's recovered by Luke Swanson. Fans let him have it. Feed down low to Axel Baldwin. Plenty of contact. Baldwin flies into two photographers. Everybody's okay. And two free throws coming up for Axel Baldwin. Four and a half minutes to play in this first quarter. Yeah, Todd McAboo called for that foul. Jaden Schild was up there as well, but Todd fouled him first, and then Jaden blocked that shot. But after the foul, so at the line for the Maroons, Axel Baldwin shooting two. Baldwin's first free throw on the way in front of a packed house at Combs Gym. It falls. One of those photographers he collided with, Knox Minot, who's done great work for the News Gazette, a senior at Uni High, which is where Jaden Schilb's father, Blake, coaches. Blake Schilb. Baldwin hits the second, and Jaden Schilb's Centennial Chargers are down 6-4. to four. Chargers quickly on the offensive end, going down low to Caden Pete, and Pete making it look easy in the early stages. Gets it to go from point-blank range. It's a 6-6 ball game. Here's Chris Bush for Central. Bush is going to stop on the right wing. He's picked up by his man Todd McAboo. Bush tries to drive. McAboo forces it loose. Bush gets it back. Has to give it up. And now the Chargers, or rather the Maroons, and Chris Bush. And Bush is fouled there. Bush got it back top of the arc. Dribbled down to the uh, right wing. Took two steps in. And two free throws on the way for Chris Bush. Yeah, Todd McAboo called for that one as well. So two quick fouls here early on in this game for Todd McAboo. I imagine that Coach Lavin will be going to his bench here in a minute. Haven't seen a sub here through the first four minutes of the game and even four minutes left 
on the scoreboard for the first quarter. Chris Bush got the first to go, and the second free throw is up and in. Central, an 8-6 leader on their home floor early. In for the Chargers is Jacoby Posey, first sub of the game. And Jason, who did he come in for there? Didn't catch. Looks like he he's came in, in for, for McAboo, Todd yep. McAboo. McAboo's out and in for the Maroons, Landon Robinson, and he will come in in relief of Luke Swanson. Physical game in the early stages, 8-6. Central leads, and Centennial leads in the foul category now, 2-1. Jacoby Posey just doubling into the game. He's seen a lot more minutes this year. Uh, coming off the bench last year a little bit more frequently, uh, but not getting as many minutes. Chargers go down low to Pete on the right block. Pete, good defense being played now by Antoine Frazier. Frazier goes up at the same time as Pete. Pete was looking for two points. He can earn them at the line, a foul. Yeah, and that one goes against Antoine Frazier. He picks up his first foul. So Antoine Frazier, who scored early for the Maroons, picks up foul number one. Two fouls apiece. Pete's first free throw off the mark. 8-6 is our score. Just joining us, Champaign Central has an early lead over Centennial at Combs Gym in Champaign. Packed house on both sides. And Caden Pete shooting his second free throw right in front of Central's bleacher bum student section, letting him have it. The second off the mark, off the back iron, but it's an offensive rebound for Jaden Schilb. And Schilb now brings it out, goes to the left wing, and O'Neill Johnson... They tool it down low to Pete. Pete spinning underneath the basket, and he traveled. And that's a turnover for Caden Pete, who hasn't done much wrong, Jason, under the bucket tonight. No, he hasn't. Caden Pete is a strong player. I know we didn't talk about him pregame, but he's capable of having a big night as well. He had one against Danville back on the January the 5th with 16 points. It's the one-two punch of Shilb and Pete for Centennial. Central now has it with 3.15 to go in the first quarter and an 8-6 lead. And the ball is in the hands of Landon Robinson on the right wing. Brings it out top. Goes to the left corner. And A.J. Tucker, now Chris Bush gets it left wing. Drives, gets blocked by Pete, and they'll call a foul, not on Pete, but on Jacoby Posey, who came in to help, and it looked like he collided with Landon Robinson. Or will they call that on the shot? Looks like Bush is going to the line. Yeah, they're still calling it on Posey, but they're calling that uh, on the shot. So two free throws coming once again for Chris Bush. And that's Posey's first foul, team's third. 8-6 the score, 3.02 left here in this first quarter of play. And it's now a 9-6 ball game as Chris Bush hits his first. Second on the way from Bush in front of the Centennial cheerleaders and the Central Band. Open curtain, the stage here at Combs Gym in full view of Bush as he knocks that down. It's a 10-6 lead, and Jaden Schilb running point now for the Chargers. Foul is called with 2.54 in the frame, and now three fouls aside. Jason IHSA rule change this season. Five fouls in a quarter sends a team to the line in the double bonus. Each team has two more fouls to give. Yeah, when they made that change, I was unsure of what impact that would exactly have on the game, but I, I really think it changes a lot. A lot of strategy down the stretch as well. Turnover on the inbound, right place, right time. A.J. Tucker was able to poke loose a steal, and 
he is fouled on a drive, and so he'll inbound now in front of Centennial student section, but just one more foul for the Chargers to give. They have four to Central's three, and a substitution out for Central. Antoine Frazier in is Torian Roan. First time we've called his name tonight. On the left wing and set to inbound is Frazier. Gets it into Bush. Bush to the corner, and Baldwin for three in the right corner. First time we've seen a three tonight. And Baldwin's three puts the Maroons ahead 13-6. 2.35 for the first quarter now. O'Neal Johnson on the left wing for Centennial. Gives it out top to Fultz. Fultz to Schilb, who is about two steps beyond where Johnson was. Schilb looking for space to drive. He's guarded by Axel Baldwin. Doesn't have it. Gets to the left elbow. Has to give it up. Now out top. And they give it to, pardon me, Jacoby Posey. Posey now between the rings. He goes down to the right corner, and Johnson, Johnson takes his dribble, forced to give it up to Jaden Schilb. Right wing Schilb, still not able to penetrate. He's forced back by Bush, the two stars guarding each other. Posey gets it now, finds an open O'Neal Johnson on the right wing, and he takes a deep two that won't go off the back iron, and Bush, a rebound for Champaign Central. Yeah, real good perimeter defense, not just that position, but possession, but so far, by the Maroons. Baldwin now, right elbow for the Maroons, has to give it up, didn't have the right baseline. Gives to Landon Robinson. He throws up a shot from eight feet out that's short off the iron. Centennial rebound cleared by O'Neal Johnson. Pardon me, Kellen Fultz. And now Jaden Schilb gets it on the right wing. Deep three, would have been good from the college three-point line. That didn't fall. And a central rebound. Now Baldwin clears it. He gives to Robinson. Robinson a baseline drive and a timeout called by P.J. Keaton and the Champaign Central Maroons. Minute 21 for the first quarter, an entertaining game. Champaign Central, maybe a bit of an early surprise. They lead this one 13-6. Yeah, well, and it really comes down to one person that we kept talking about, Chris Bush. He's got six points of the Central Maroons, 13. Alec, Axel Baldwin, excuse me, has five of those points. One was that three-pointer. And then Antoine Frazier has two fouls, but also two points for the Champaign Central Maroons. Minute 21 for this first quarter of play at Champaign Central High School. Glad you're with us on WDWS Sports Extra. The first time we've done a game on this channel. First time for real. In fact, we tested it out a few weeks ago when Urbana hosted Champaign Central. That was an entertaining game in its own right, but didn't put a lot behind that one. Wanted to work out the bugs. Glad we've got an audience here tonight at Combs Gym. Turnover on the inbound pass. Jacoby Posey intercepts it. He's trying to go coast to coast. Has it knocked loose. And it's rebounded by Axel Baldwin, but he stepped out of bounds as he tried to corral the loose ball. His foot was on the baseline. And Centennial, now down to our left, is going to inbound this thing in their offensive zone. Kellen Fultz triggers this possession and gives it to Jacoby Posey. Posey, right wing, guarded by Robinson. Doesn't have a lane, gives to Fultz. Fultz to the corner, and a three on the way. A contested three for Demarion Baker. Knocks it down, a four-point game. Roan trying to get out in transition, and that pass is overthrown. And Centennial now, a chance to build some momentum, Jason. First quarter hasn't yielded much, but now with 59 seconds left, they trail 13 to nine, and they've got the ball. Could make it a one-point game with a three. Yeah, big shot there by Damarion Baker. He hasn't had a ton of playing time, but he came in uh, in some garbage time minutes uh, against normal community, scored seven points off the bench. 
50 seconds left for the Chargers. Schild gets it at the free throw line, turns around and knocks it down. A free throw falls for Schild, and it is a two-point game, 13-11. Now down, and the Maroons trying to run in transition. A quick three that wouldn't fall. New number for that, uh, or pardon me, yeah, new number for that Maroon who's in wearing number 42. Don't have a 42 listed. But anywho, the Maroons have it now with 22 seconds left. They go down to Schilb. Schilb gets it on the right block, and it just in midair. From point blank range, he knocks it down. A 13-13 ball game. 13 seconds left for the quarter. Luke Swanson runs point. Looks ahead, finds Roan. Roan cutting from the left wing, and he traveled with eight seconds left in his eye to the basket. And now eight seconds for the Chargers, who will have to run pretty much a full court set here. Could take the lead with any kind of basket. Eight seconds left in the first. And we talked about how one basket and one play can just totally switch momentum. And we've seen it right here. Chargers with seven unanswered points. Posey across the timeline with five seconds left. Now they go down to the corner. Three from Fultz. In and out as the buzzer sounds. And that's the first quarter of play in Champaign. And it might as well be tied. 13 all. What a game we've seen here in the early stages, Jason. It was... Central early, Centennial late, and I would say the Chargers have the momentum as Q2 gets set to start. I think Chargers have a little bit of momentum, but imagine if Kellen Fulch's three-pointer right there would have gone in. I know the student section, you hear it a, compl a complete, oh, but you would have heard all sorts of cheers had that gone in, and they would have been really letting the Maroons hear it uh, during this time in between the quarters. Eight minutes on the board for the second quarter. Absolutely packed house at Combs Gym, as you'd expect anytime these teams get together. We are on one of the two balconies on the, on the uh, bench side, I should say. Pretty much in the bleachers, but we're on the bench side looking right down into Tim Lavin's huddle on the right side of the court as we look out at it. Central on the opposite side. Jason, we can pretty much see what Tim Lavin's drawing up. He's waving his arm. Maybe he wants a little more motion or something, or he's just upset. <laughs> well, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he wants a little bit more motion. I think that's one thing that they lacked during the first half of that first quarter when they're really having trouble breaking that perimeter defense and able to get something down low. But then during that second half, you saw some guys go down low. Jaden Schilb gets a bucket down low as well. He seems to have gotten started, gotten, uh, you know, perhaps the nervousness of this Crosstown rivalry out of his system. 13 all is Champaign Central dribbling toward us, has the first possession of the quarter. They go down to Torian Roan on the left block, and his shot looked like Kellen Fultz got a piece of that on his way up from the left block, but it falls anyways. A 15-13 lead for the Maroons. They go back out in front. The Maroons have not trailed tonight. Here's Jaden Schilb on the logo. Maroon circle with an interlocking CHS in the middle of it here at Combs Gym. Now top of the arc and O'Neal Johnson. Schilb attacking left wing, has to pick up his dribble. And he does a nice job avoiding a travel there as he gives to Demarion Baker. Back into the game for the Maroon, or for the uh, Chargers, pardon me. Jacoby Posey now top of the arc. He's going to drive, tries to split the lane. Schilb an offensive rebound as the floater wouldn't fall and Schilb traveled before he could set his dribble. Yeah, Schilbevel unable to get his feet underneath him after getting hold of the ball and just kind of fell backwards on that possession. Set to inbound Luke Swanson. After the Charger turnover, they're dribbling left to right toward us. Under seven minutes to play. Second quarter now. 15-13 is 
Centennials lead. And that goes off of a foot of a Centennial defender, Jason. The uh, Chargers are bringing a, a little bit of pressure there. Yeah, they trapped A.J. Tucker down in that corner, and he just throws it right off the defender. Maroon's getting back in, looking for the timeline is Roan, and he's fouled before he can get there. So that trap, really aggressive right now from Centennial. Baker picks up the foul. And that'll be the second foul on the Chargers here in this second quarter. Malachi Nichols is in the game for Central. First time we've called his name tonight. A 6-4 sophomore forward. After the foul, they inbound to Roan. Roan now standing right at the midcourt logo. And he gives over to Quinton Goody. Goody now over to Nichols. Nichols looking for anybody at the top. Chris Bush saves it. Or pardon me, Goody saves it. Gets it back to Nichols. Nichols on a drive, a foul on the floor before the shot. He got a layup to go that didn't go. And with 6.31 here in the second quarter, the Maroons will inbound under the basket. Yeah, that foul on Jacoby Posey, so he picks his second. Malachi Nichols on the inbound, right corner, has to give it up. They go out top. And again, a number change for Central. We don't have a number 42. We'll get that sorted out as soon as we can. Now they give to Quinton Goody. Goody over to Luke Swanson. Swanson to Nichols on the left wing, and Nichols a little too excited. Jason got the pass and took a step before he could dribble for the first time, a travel. And so a 15-13 ball game with 6-13 left in the first half. And we see Jacoby Posey and Damarion Baker both coming to the bench for the Maroons. Over now, Kellen Foltz gets it on the left wing, and Foltz finds Jaden Schild, who was cutting to the basket, and lays that one in to tie this thing at 15. 5.54 for the second, and looks like P.J. Keaton wants his second timeout of the game, a full timeout. Probably not a bad timeout there from P.J. Keaton. No, just kind of to talk things over. I don't think any one team has really found their groove here in the second quarter as much as they did in the first when it was first half of the first quarter was all Maroons, second half of the first quarter, all Chargers. They're just still struggling to kind of find their offensive groove here. We've seen the scoring really slow down now. Just four combined points in the last two minutes. Two aside. The looks like Jason here at Combs Gym. The there's uh, some LED lights on the scoreboard on the left side of the gym that are out. Score would uh, suggest looking over that way. No, pardon me. I'm just uh, the uh, talking about the, the, the 15, 15. Yeah, but the oh, that's I, I was mistaken there, Jason. The netting is obstructing my view perfectly of the one. If you're looking from my eyes, it looks like it's five to 15. But as I crane my neck a little bit. It looks like both scoreboards are functioning properly. Yeah, still a tie game, 15-all. 15-all <laughs> here at Combs Gym. Now 5.54 out of the Maroons' timeout. Maroons set to inbound here under their own basket. Have to drive the length of the floor left to right, and they get it in. Here's Roan. Roan now walking it up the floor. Crosses midcourt, and he's between the circles on a give to Quentin Goody. Goody on the left wing. Now they give... To 42 on a drive, tries to split the paint and scores. 
And it's a 17-15 lead for the host Maroons. Here's Centennial trying to respond. Todd McAboo has it. McAboo gives to O'Neill Johnson. Johnson to Fultz. Fultz over to Schilb on the left wing. His deep three falls. Jaden Schilb knocks it down. And an 18-17 leader with 5.15 left in the first half. Maroons almost turning over on the inbound. They go all the way up to Quinton Goody on the right wing. Goody down low to Nichols, and the 6'4 sophomore turns around and knocks it down on the left block. And the Maroons go out in front by a point, 19-18. First bucket of the game for Nichols. Deep three for O'Neal Johnson on the other end, and he knocks it down. Centennial's last two buckets, deep threes. 21-19 is their new lead, 4.40 to play in the half. Maroons bringing it up the timeline now. Here's Luke Swanson. Swanson to Goody, right wing three. Two steps behind the line, won't go. Nichols comes sailing in to get an offensive rebound, kicks it out to the left wing, and that three falls for Roan. Three baskets in a row from beyond the three-point line. Maroons lead 22-21. Here's Schilb for the Chargers. Bleacher Bum's making some noise now on this side of the floor. Here's Fultz out top, tries to split the lane on a drive and a give to Caden Pete off the left block. And he lays it in with one hand. Easy for Pete. And now Goody's gonna stop. Looked at a deep three, wouldn't take it on the right wing. And a shot blocked now in the interior. And a block there for Pete as he sends Goody packing. Goody got the shot, he got the rebound, Jason, and Caden Pete was there. He wanted the quick putback, and Caden Pete said, no, we're not doing that. Yeah, and the Centennial bench loved that when Caden Pete got that block. And we see that uh, Coach P.J. Keaton bringing Chris Bush back into the game. Here's Chris Bush on the inbound, turns it over, throws it right to Kellen Fultz. Fultz one-on-one -on -one against Goody, and drive, and one! Kellen Fultz, it was a foot race with Quentin Goody. Fultz was in position to intercept the inbound, took it up the left sideline, and Goody caught up with him. Tried to draw a charge. He actually won the race down there, Jason, but it's a block and one for the Chargers. Yeah, right after that basket and one, he looked at the bleacher buns and let him know who just made that one. Kellen Fultz at the line for one more, 25-22. And off the back iron, the free throw does not fall. A central rebound, Torian Rowan will bring it up the left sideline in front of both student sections, separated by the midcourt line. Swanson gets it at the free throw line, hoists up a deep two off balance, won't go. Fultz a centennial rebound and he'll clear it. Up across midcourt, gives to Jaden Schild. Schild contested now at the volleyball line. Between the rings, turnover, and almost a slam for the Maroons, wouldn't go. And a centennial rebound now, O'Neal Johnson. That was number 42 for the Maroons. We'll get that name for you at halftime. Here's Schilb, 4-3, on the left wing, and he knocks it down. Two threes for Schilb here in the second quarter, and I believe that's three overall as a team. They lead 22, or 28 to 22, pardon me. Yeah, and Schilb, the first player on the floor into double digits with that three. 250 for the half. Roan has it on the right wing for the Maroons. Tries to center it up. He'll give behind him to Luke Swanson at the volleyball line. Now a handoff to Chris Bush. Bush looking, scanning from the right wing. Dribbles, and he'll pick it up from 10 feet out on the baseline, and that falls. 28-24 is Centennial's lead, and an inbound violation 
against the Chargers. So with two and a half minutes to play in this half, the Maroons will have an opportunity to inbound. Now they could cut it to a point if they convert on a three. Axel Baldwin back into the game for the Maroons as he replaces Quentin Goody. 2.31 here in the half and set to inbound, Swanson. Swanson all the way out top to Roan. Roan, a short pass to Chris Bush. Now they'll swing it around to the corner and a three falls for Axel Baldwin. Catch and shoot, a one-point game with 2.15 to play in the half. Todd McAboo, the point guard now on this possession for the Chargers, and he gives it to Fultz. Fultz almost had that pass intercepted. He drives, his layup won't go. Pete's there to clean it up, and the Chargers up by three. Two minutes to play in the half. Handoff, Roan, left wing three. This game is tied with a minute 50 to play in the half. Yeah, Axel Baldwin and Torreon Roan knocking down some key threes here for the Maroons. Not a lot of offense at the start of this quarter. Second half of the second quarter has been fun to watch. O'Neal Johnson's three. Heat check, no. Central rebound. That was from the left wing, and Johnson couldn't get it. Here's Swanson on a drive. Kick to Roan. His three for the lead is short. And a battle mass of humanity down there in the middle of the lane. Jump ball called as Chris Bush and Kellen Fultz tied up for it, and that arrow will favor Centennial. Either of those missed threes, the first one for Centennial and Central would have brought the house down, I think. Yeah, they definitely would have. <laughs> Both fan bases ready to explode here. 30 all with a minute and 15 left in the second quarter. Still plenty of basketball in front of us here at Combs Gym. Between the rings for Centennial, Todd McAboo. He goes behind him to Jaden Schilb where the volleyball lines intersect right wing. Schilb looking for the left uh, wing there and trying to attack, and he travels as he takes it past the free throw line into the center of the paint. Good help defense there from Central. They were on him, swarmed him, turnover. 64 seconds left here in the half, 30 all. And the Maroons, Jason, I don't think they'll hold it for the last shot, but you never know. No, I wouldn't think so. Not, the, not at the pace that they've been playing. Uh, we, we, they might get a second possession here. Roan brings it up across midcourt, dribbles to the left, still hasn't crossed the arc. He gives to Luke Swanson. His three won't go. Roan's there to get the rebound. Kick out to Axel Baldwin. Baldwin now passes out top. It's a number 42 for the Maroons. Again, a last-second number change. We'll get that clarified at halftime. 33 seconds left. Here's a give to Luke Swanson. Swanson attacking from the top. And... That's knocked loose. Was that a foul? It was, and Luke Swanson will go to the line. That foul was on the way up, and it's the fourth foul of the quarter for the Maroons with 31 seconds left in this tied game. Yeah, that foul called on Jaden Schild. He picks up his first. First free throw won't go for Luke Swanson, who had 10 points on Tuesday against Normal West and 10 points last Friday for the Maroons against Normal Community. Both those games were losses. Maroon's trying to snap a four-game losing skid. Second free throw falls for Swanson. And Champaign Central leads it 31 to 30. 27 seconds left and ticking. And as Jaden Schilb crosses midcourt, there are 24 seconds left in the half. He's guarded now by number 42 for Central. And 
it is dribbled off of a foot, or is that a foul? Jason, we had a fan take his seat right in front of me. They're going to call a foul on Luke Swanson. That's Swanson's first foul. All told, not a terrible foul for the Maroons, though. That's his first team's second. All that does is make Centennial inbound it again. Kellen Fultz, football quarterback, will inbound. And he gives to Schilb almost an over and back. But Schilb now at the logo, trying to create with 10 seconds left. Centennial trailing by one, deep two on the way from Schilb. Won't go, dribble to the left wing. Roan gets it, breaks out in transition. Four, three, two, and a three on the way. And that falls at the buzzer for Axel Baldwin, who got the pass on the right wing. Catch and shoot. And the Maroons go ahead 34-31, 34-30, pardon me, at halftime. Yeah, big shot there by Axel Baldwin, and he really had nothing but big shots, especially in that second quarter. He finishes the first half with 11 points, leading scorer for the Champaign Central Maroons. 8-16 is the time. I don't know why. <laughs> Check my phone to see if Zach Pyatt would join us at halftime, and he'll do his best to join us here at, uh, at half, although, as he pointed out, it'll be tough for him to make his way up here with all these people at Combs Gym. 34-30, Jason, what a, what a half that was. I mean, we saw plenty of offense, aside from maybe a two-minute stretch early in the second quarter. We saw the points coming fast and furious. Yeah, we absolutely did, and very exciting. Uh, I kind of felt both teams, maybe a little bit of nervousness, especially on the uh, Centennial side, started off a little slow, but once they got into it, they both into the first quarter, tied up at 13 apiece. And then once they got into the second quarter, slowed down a bit more. And then into the second quarters when the points really started to pour on. And Central has a four point lead at the half, 34 to 30 over the Centennial Chargers. How about this, Lauren Tate's in the house. He crosses under our perch here at Combs Gym as halftime begins with the Host Maroons up 34-30. Lauren's one of about, uh, what would you, how, how many people would you say are in here, Jason? The, uh, the However many it is able to hold, that's how many people are here yep. right now. Uh, granted, at the half, a few people have ushered their way out to the concession stand, but otherwise, this is a packed house. I don't envy those working the concession stand here between games and in halftime tonight. It was a crowded concourse there between the JV game and the varsity game, and I'm sure it's not probably a place you want to be right now if you're in line for a piece of pizza or a bottle of water. The maximum seating capacity of the west balcony, which is where we are at Combs Gym, is 560. So multiply that by two with the other balcony across the way and a couple hundred students in the lower level. A lot of folks here at Champaign Central tonight. As Zach Pyatt, the News Gazette's prep sports coordinator, makes his way up here, we'll give Zach our uh, we'll give Zach our Jason's microphone <laughs> as we negotiate a little bit there. Zach, uh, we were just talking about how crowded that concourse has to be down there. How, how'd you goodness. make your way up here? I I have no clue, but sheer force. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's about my only option at this point. It yeah, it's. It, it, it is crazy down there. I don't know if you see me right there in front of the band, but it, I mean, it's right behind the cheerleaders. It, it's it's loud being in between those two, but then I just look up around the crowd and it is absolutely nuts not seeing a single open seat. This is your first Central Centennial basketball game at the mm -hmm. News Gazette. Of course, you saw these teams play uh, football not too long ago. That was 
think your first or second assignment with us. Yeah. But uh, how does this atmosphere compare to, uh, obviously, you've, you've seen some big games in your time covering high school sports, but this yeah. is the game in town. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, like, like I've mentioned countless times already with, with the News Gazette, and here I can barely hear just with the dance team going on <laughs> with the headset on. Uh, but, but, no, obviously, basketball with, with everything just right on top of everybody and, you know, the inside nature, you know, bouncing off the hardwood and everything, it, it's that basketball is the real atmosphere for sure. And uh, but but yeah, this particular game, turn you know we we were at the Urbana Central game and, and you know they started turning people away in the middle of the second quarter. They were turning people away 30 minutes before tip uh, for this one. So uh, I mean just yeah, th this has been crazy. Certainly the the best atmosphere. The, I, it's it's close. This one yeah. and, and the Tuscola Unity game at the Rocket Center on Tuesday. The, the, those two were right up there for me as the best of the season. That was a 74-70 win for Unity. They remained undefeated with a big win that night. And Centennial looking for win number 12 tonight. Central looking for win number 9 tonight. What's your takeaway from the first 16 minutes of action on the floor? Of course, it's Chris Bush for Central. Of course, it's Jaden Schilb for Centennial. But uh, we've seen uh, kind of a deep... Uh, uh, a deep showing for both teams and plenty yeah. of big threes down the stretch there in the well, second Oh, my quarter. God, how about Torian Roan? What, 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 what did he make, three threes in a row? Something like that for the Maroons uh, to get them right back into it after Centennial made a run there in the middle of the second quarter. But, uh, but yeah, Roan got him right back into it with a few three-pointers. Uh, what I've really been impressed with, especially for Central, is the energy that, that they've brought. Um, you know, that obviously Centennial is going to be the favorite coming into this, but like we always like to say in the office, you know, with these rivalry games, these crosstown games, you know, Big 12 matchup, throw those records right out the window, and that's that's essentially exactly what we've got here tonight. That's my favorite cliche, <laughs> which at this point is so cliche, because I say that all the time. Right. <laughs> but uh, it, it truly is. I mean, it, it's I have living to, up I have to the to stop myself from using it every rivalry game, because they all end up like this, you know, a yeah. close game that's probably going to go down to the wire. Halftime at Combs Gym. Host Central is leading 34-30. to 30. Joey Wright and Zach Pyatt hanging out with you at halftime. Jason Leggett will rejoin us for the second half. By the way, Jason uh, went down to the little reporting for us. That is Caden Love for Central wearing number 42. Didn't have him on the roster for whatever reason because he's come in and made a big impact. Didn't play much of the first quarter but came in in the second quarter. I don't know if he's left the floor since he checked in and he's been a big part of the uh, of the rotation. Well, yeah, and that, and I've, I've honestly been impressed with what looks like Central's second unit, maybe even a part of a third unit in there because, I mean, uh, both teams played mostly starters for that first quarter, and both teams made a couple of adjustments. I would say Central a little bit more than Centennial, and the Maroons, the Maroons just threw a handful of guys out there that I didn't see in the entire first quarter, and and they they not only stayed with the Chargers, but I just about outplayed them for, for a decent chunk of that second quarter, and it was mostly the Chargers starters out there at the same time. Want to give you a little bit of time to get down there through the crowd. And, yeah, and Lord back knows down I'm going to need it. <laughs> so we'll, we'll leave you with this as we've got about 3.30 sure. left in the, in the halftime break here. What are you looking for in the second half? Uh, more of the same. I, I can't. I, my goodness. I that is that a little mosh pit down right. there. The uh, central the central cheerleaders right in front of the bleacher bums bringing everyone onto the floor, making noise. They've got the uh, costumed bear mascot down there, and now he's got his 
head off, and he puts it back on. My goodness. What a scene down that, there here. At that, the, that, by the way, is something that I loved when I walked in, seeing how, you know, in that lower level, the bleacher bums from Central as well as the, the Charger student section, shoulder to shoulder, taking up the enti that entire side of the, the, the lower part of this gym. That is one thing I love to see, and I love watching them go back and forth uh, with their chants, cheering on their teams. But, uh, yeah, let, to your question a yeah. second ago before uh, that, that huge roar, um, just more of the same. Seeing more competition, seeing the game speed up, seeing more guys make big shots at, in big moments. At, that's that's what these games are for. That's what high school basketball is for. And I, I, I can't wait to just keep seeing it unfold the rest of the way. Last time these teams met at Combs Gym, it was February 7th of last year, 2023. Centennial, a 75-72 winner in three overtimes, an all-time classic in this series, and that says something. I know we want to get the score in tomorrow's paper, so maybe we're not looking for three overtimes tonight, but I have no <laughs> right. doubt the rest of regulation will be uh, pretty pretty sporty here. Zach, appreciate the time. Absolutely. Thanks a bunch, Joey. Absolutely. Glad to have Zach Pyatt on. He's uh, covering tonight's game for the News Gazette, and he's got updates for you on Twitter. Zach Pye at 13 is Zach's Twitter account. And again, Jason, we're, we're hoping to get the score in tomorrow's uh, paper. A little bit of an earlier deadline tonight. We'll see. We'll see what the second half gives us. Again, when we were uh, here in these same seats last year, it was a triple overtime instant classic. And that was the first game in this series to go to overtime since January 17, 2020. Central's last win in this series. Maroons won that night 52-49. I think those are the... The only two games at Combs Gym between these teams I've been to, so maybe I'm bringing the overtimes with me. Maybe I'm not. We'll find out. But you've got some first-half stats for us. Yeah, I sure do. Leading the way for the Champaign Central Maroons stat and point-wise, Axel Baldwin with 11. Chris Bush, their second-leading scorer with eight. Torian Roan also has eight points for the Maroons. Malachi Nichols with two. Antoine Fraser with two. And Caden Love, number 42, Caden Love brought up from the JV team, also has two, and Luke Swanson with one to give the Maroons 34. Over on the other side of the court, the Centennial Chargers leading scorer, Jaden Schild in double digits with 10. Caden Pete has eight. Kellen Foltz with four. O'Neal Johnson has three. Damarion Baker has three, both those coming off a three-pointer. And Todd McAboo with two points for a total of 30 for the Centennial Chargers. Centennial's got to be just, you know, and, and I don't want to say the Centennial's a little bit surprised. Tim Lavin's coached these games for decades, two decades now. He knows how they go, but Centennial definitely opened as the, the favorite, if you will. Obviously, no no line on it, being it's a high school game. But the way the Chargers have played, who they played this season, 11-6. and six, Open as a slight favorite, you'd think, and uh, Central now really proven. You can't come into Combs Gym easy as they get the ball. We're underway now in the second half. Here's Chris Bush on the right wing, trying to drive right baseline. Kicks it out. Three on the way for Luke Swanson. Won't go on the left wing. Jaden Schilb hauling in the rebound, and he has it poked loose. And they'll say it was last touched by Chris Bush. And so as we reset things, as we settle into the third quarter, 20 seconds gone by in the frame, and the Chargers trailing by four have a chance to cut into that deficit here. Here's Jaden Schilb now out top for the Chargers. He is picked up by his man Antoine Frazier. 
And now trying to drive is Todd McAboo. McAboo, contact under the basket, and he's fouled on his way up as he was able to dribble down to the right block. And so that will stop play with 7.18 left here in this third quarter, and to the line for two free throws, Todd McAboo. Yeah, it's Axel Baldwin for the Maroons who picks up his first foul. Didn't really have a lot of fouls, Jason, in the first half. First free throw is good for Todd McAboo. I think we saw less than 10 combined between the two teams in the first and, and, and in the second quarter, too. Yeah, absolutely. I had uh, the Chargers with seven fouls, and the Maroons, I think, had six. Second free throw falls for McAboo, and it's a two-point game. Now the second opportunity offensively for the Maroons in quarter number three. They go down to the corner, and A.J. Tucker, a starter, back in the game now for the Maroons. He drives right baseline, loses his footing, and steps out of bounds. And so now Centennial, just like that, 57 seconds into the third quarter, have a chance to take a lead if they can knock down a three, and we saw plenty of threes in that first half. Jaden Schilb, left wing for the Chargers, gives it out top between the circles, O'Neal Johnson. Johnson to Schilb, left corner, left baseline drive, and a layup falls. It's a tied ball game at 34. Nice move there by Jaden Schilb to get past the defense. Jaden Schilb, of course, is Father Blake, such a talented basketball player in his day, now the head coach at Uni High. Here's a deep three from Chris Bush on the offensive end for Central. Wouldn't go from the right wing. He was about two steps behind the line. And O'Neal Johnson, the rebound, and a foul there as the Maroons a little aggressive trying to root it away. Yeah, Swanson gets called for his second foul. Maybe the message from Maroons coach P.J. Keaton to his team in halftime, Jason, maybe telling Luke to be a little more aggressive because that's two fouls he's picked up now in the last two minutes, uh, call it a minute and a half. Kellen Fultz for Centennial right wing. They swing it around now down to the corner and Schilb can't knock down a three. And Fultz is outran for the rebound by Torreon Roan. Roan trying to go coast to coast. Throws one off the glass from eight feet out on the right side. Wouldn't go. Easy rebound for Kellen Fultz. And now he'll cross the timeline for Centennial. Tied game, two minutes into the third quarter. Three on the way for O'Neal Johnson. Wouldn't go, would have given Centennial the lead. Offensive rebound for Schilb. Finds Pete now, just in front of the basket, right in the middle of the paint. And that's short off the front iron. And Torreon Rowan up across the timeline now for the Maroons. And he will stop in front of the scorer's table. Now centers it back up. Dribbles left to right across the court as we look at it. Finds Luke Swanson. Swanson, high right wing. Now to the high left wing and Roan. And Roan to Bush out top. Bush is going to take two steps in on the left wing and knock down a deep two to put the Maroons back ahead, 36 to 34. Yeah, Coach P.J. Keaton uh, made an effort to slow things down on that possession. O'Neal Johnson in transition. Jason, just as soon as you set it up, O'Neal Johnson broke free on the left side and knocks down a pretty rangy three there. 37-36, the Chargers are back out in front. Yeah, O'Neal Johnson has the ability to take over a game with his three-point shooting. Chris Bush for Central was looking and finding Frazier, and now it's kicked out to Axel Baldwin. His three at the top of the key would not fall. And the Chargers, a one-point leader, bring it up, and Tim Lavin calls timeout with 4.38 left here in this third quarter. 
be a full timeout for Tim Lavin. He's got to be pretty happy here in this third quarter, Jason. His Maroons have taken a one-point lead, 37-36. to 36. Well, I'm sure he's happy, but I'm sure, as always, Tim Lavin is, uh, would feel much more comfortable with a bigger lead than just one point, always looking to better his team and better his players. When he first called that timeout, he looked at the official and motioned for a 30-second timeout. The official said 30 seconds. Did Coach Lavin thought about it and said no full timeout. So definitely drawing up a play for probably this possession, but then also coaching forward throughout the quarter. You hear the crowd making noise. Central's cheerleading team takes the floor, and one of their cheerleaders, now a little dizzy understandably, Jason, she must have gotten close to 10 flips down there, well, if I, not more. I taught her how to do that. <laughs> <you know. laughs> there you go. Maybe not. That was a pretty impressive showing down there, and I got the crowd into it. And, and you heard during our interview with Zach Pyatt at halftime, the bleacher bums had plenty to uh, cheer for there. The cheerleading team came out and fired them up. In fact, many of them ran out onto the floor, and they were having a pretty grand old time down there. That was the loudest pop of the night. Yeah. 37-36 to 36 is the score. And the Chargers out of the timeout quickly find Pete in front of the basket. Pete can't fire from close range. Yeah, you can kind of see Pete's uh, frustration with that. He had a uh, similar opportunity just moments ago in the game where he turned around, had enough space, went for the uh, shot there and missed them both, unfortunately. Swanson brings it up, a combined 20 points in the team's uh, last two games. Talking about Champaign Central. By the way, Central got the ball because it was knocked out of bounds. Looked like Shilb had brought in the rebound before it was poke loose. So Central has it now trailing by a point, 37-36. Halfway through the third, they turn it over. Shilb steals it from Bush, and he shovels ahead to... That was Posey. Posey couldn't knock it down, and a rebound for Fultz, and Fultz is there to finish, and the Chargers lead by three. Yeah, that pass from Shilb to Posey almost got broken up, might have got hit a little bit. Posey able to wrangle it in, but too far under the hoop to make anything out of it. Good rebound by Foltz. Swanson to Bush for Central on the right elbow. Roan gets it and gives back to Bush in the right corner. Bush looking to drive past Foltz. Takes a step back. Deep two won't go from the right wing. And Posey the rebound, and he's fouled by Roan just as quickly as he brought it in. Oh, they call a jump ball, pardon me, in the arrow. Just as good as a foul will favor Centennial. First jump ball we've seen called here in this third quarter. 39-36, O'Neal Johnson, right wing for the Chargers. He gives to Posey. Posey out top, back to Johnson. Johnson deep three, wouldn't go, was short off the front iron from the right wing, rebound for Johnson. He got it back and can't clean it up. He did a nice job of following his shot, but it's knocked out of bounds, and Champaign Central will inbound. We have 3-12 left in the third quarter, and a 39-36 lead for the Chargers. Whistle there on the central inbound. Got a player tying a shoe over there on the uh, far side of the court. Rowing up ahead now across the timeline for the Maroons over to Chris Bush. Three minutes left here in this third quarter. Bush looking to cut it to one with a layup, attacking the right baseline. Can't get that to go. Shield the rebound for Centennial. Chargers bring it up left to right, and O'Neal Johnson lost his footing. Shilb can't keep it up, and Landon Robinson comes away with it for Central. It was almost stolen from Robinson. Crazy sequence. Johnson, by the way, is okay. 
and playing defense now on Antoine Frazier. Looked like he fell awkwardly on that knee, but he's okay. Bush a three for the Maroons, won't go. Now a rebound kicked out to Axel Baldwin, and a right wing three falls for the senior. Knocks it down, this game is tied. Yeah, Baldwin's first points of the second half, and he ties up the ball game with those. O'Neal Johnson for Centennial, attacks from the left wing, gives down to the left corner, and Kellen Fultz back to Johnson, and a foul. Johnson, that's a hand check foul called on Landon Robinson that will set the Chargers up with an inbound. 2-11 left in the third, and a 39-39 tie. Fultz looking, scanning, inbounds to Posey. Posey cutting in from the right wing. Now down to the right elbow. And he pumps a pass out to Fultz on the left wing. Back to Posey and back to Fultz. That pass was almost intercepted. Now it's O'Neal Johnson. Johnson down to the corner now and Jaden Schilb. Schilb attacking baseline. Schilb going to work and it's rooted away. Antoine Frazier disrupted the shot. Bush ahead for the Maroons. Bush to Baldwin to Roan. Left corner three. Too strong. And Robinson sailing in for the rebound. Can't bring it in. He's a little slow to get up. It'll be Centennial ball with a minute 42 to play in this tied third quarter. Very nice ball movement there from the Maroons. Fully expected Torian Roan to knock down that three as he did a couple of times in the first half, but unable to connect. And it's Centennial ball. Foul called there, away from the inbound. Posey and Roan were going at it. Jaden Schilb wants a jump ball, he won't get it. It's a foul on Posey. Yeah, that's Posey's third. And the Chargers first of this third quarter, which Tim Lavin will take more than six minutes into the frame. Baldwin attacks on the inbound from the right wing, can't get the layup to go. And a foul there against Central as both teams were vying for the rebound, and that'll be the first foul of the game on Roan. Four fouls for the Maroons, one more, and the Chargers are in the bonus for the rest of this third quarter. Here's Roan attacking on the right wing, dribbles and has his shot blocked. Chris Bush blocked Roan as he attacked from the right side of the bucket. Yeah, I think Posey was hoping that there was enough contact on that with Bush to get that fifth foul of the quarter, but not the case. Minute 23 now for the third. Central inbounding, or Centennial inbounding under Central's basket there, and a hard foul on the inbound as the Chargers tried to get it in. And Roan and Posey have been going at it now for the last couple of inbounds, and that was Roan that got a hand up in Posey's face. And will get called for the foul, and a timeout called. I believe this is a Centennial timeout, Jason. 30-second timeout. I'm not sure if they called that on Roan or just called a... A quick timeout on the inbound. Yeah. We'll get a little clarification here uh, after the inbound. You're right, they haven't added a foul. Yeah, I think that was part of the frustration that you saw on Posey when he got back up. There's definitely some contact on that, but uh, after I think a timeout was already called. Minute 22 left for the third. 39-39 is our score. A packed and loud Combs Gym in Champaign, Illinois. Central will inbound, or Centennial, I make the same mistake on both the inbounds here. Centennial will inbound from under the central basket. Fultz will trigger it, and now we have a foul before the inbound. And that will go against 
That's Chris, Chris Bush. Bush, yeah. And so Fultz for a third time, will inbound for Centennial. This is all happening under Champaign Central's basket, right in front of us. I, I think they're shooting. That's the fifth foul yeah. here on uh, Central. I'm ready to move on. I can't seem to get this uh, inbound right. Thank goodness they're shooting, and, and we'll move on now as the first free throw falls for Caden Pete. And you're right, that is five fouls on Champaign Central. Just one for Centennial. The Chargers have played a pretty clean half here so far with the caveat that that's uh, three fouls now on Posey, but or who has the three foul? Yep, that is three fouls on Posey, and he has the only centennial foul of this quarter. And as we talk, Pete knocks them both down for Centennial, and it's a 41-39 lead for the Chargers. 75 seconds left to play in the third. Malachi Nichols back into the game for the Maroons. The sophomore gives down to the corner, and that won't go on a three from Swanson. And Nichols' putback wouldn't fall either. It's a centennial rebound. Pete up the left sideline for the Chargers and sneaking up behind him and knocking it away, Antoine Frazier. And so Shilb will inbound from underneath the basket. Shilb standing at 6'5", the sophomore guard. They get it in, they get it into Fultz. And now Shilb gets it back in the corner. Hand off to Fultz, 45 seconds left here. Here's Shilb stepping through, Shilb can't lay it in. And Landon Robinson gets the rebound, almost stepped out of bounds. He's good to go. He has it stolen away by Shilb, and there on the other end is Fultz, and he lays it in. Fultz was a little slow to get up, it looked like, after Centennial missed that last shot, but that works out. He's all good, and he's in a position to make it a 43-39 ball game. 20 seconds left now for the Maroons. Last shot's theirs if they want it, and a foul. Second of the quarter for the Chargers. And that'll either be Pete or Shilb, and it'll be Shilb. And his second foul. No, they'll call that, pardon me, on Demarion Baker. That's Baker's second foul as well. 16.3 on the board. Central will inbound, trailing 43-39. They'll inbound from under the Centennial basket on the left side of the gym from our perch here on the west balcony at Combs Gym. Quick inbound to Axel Baldwin. Baldwin in the corner and wisely throws it off the leg of O'Neal Johnson who came in with Jaden Schild to double team him. With 12 seconds left, the yeah. Maroons will have another inbound. Yeah, they didn't want to give Baldwin another opportunity at a three-pointer. And a quick three on the way. That one falls for the Maroons. Luke Swanson at the top of the key. 42-43 is their deficit. Three seconds left for the Maroons. Driving is Fultz, a charge. And with one second left, the Maroons will have an opportunity for a quick shot here. It'll have to be a full court heave almost. Inbounding from right to left, here we go. Quick inbound and a prayer, and that'll fall short for Luke Swanson. And that's the third quarter of play. 43-42 is Centennials lead, they lead by a point in what's been a back and forth affair. Offense slowed down a little there in the third quarter, Jason, but we've still got a whale of a ball game here going into the fourth. Yeah, we do. The uh, Chargers outscoring the Maroons 13-8 there in the third quarter. So the lowest scoring 
quarter for the Champaign Central Maroons and for the Centennial Chargers. Of course, each team scored 13 apiece in the first quarter. Chargers matching that with 13 in the third. And now they lead by one after trailing four at the half. 43-42 at Combs Gym if you're just joining us. Got a good one at Champaign Central High School. Want to thank our listeners, by the way, for joining us on WDWS Sports Extra tonight. First time we've done a game on this channel. And people have found us. We do have some listeners, so it's always fun when people are tuning in. And this won't be, I wouldn't think, the last game we'll do on this channel this season. A lot of great basketball down the stretch. These teams will meet again this season on February 6th at Centennial. As so soon as, go as, ahead. As soon as you mentioned this won't be the last one we do, I said, oh, I hope they do the Crosstown Rivalry game again. Absolutely. February 6th at Centennial, the next time these teams will play. On the inbound, little bit of a crazy sequence here in the first 15 seconds. Central turned it over, then Centennial did the same, and as we rejoin the action now, Luke Swanson has it between the rings. And now he gives to Malachi Nichols on the left wing. Chris Bush gets it left corner. Nichols cuts, gets the pass, and scores right under the basket. All he had to do was hoist it up. And gets the kiss off the front of the iron. 44-43, Maroons go back out in front. 40 seconds into the final frame. Jacoby Posey running point for Centennial here, and he's fouled by Luke Swanson, who picks up the first Maroons foul of the quarter. Fouls reset after each quarter now in the IHSA. They actually called that on uh, Demarion Baker of Centennial. That's his third foul. So it's going to be Maroon's ball here. And that'll give the Maroons an opportunity here to build on a one-point lead, 44-43. to 43. And with three fouls, Baker goes to the bench and Todd McAboo back in the ball game for the Chargers. A.J. Tucker between the rings for Central. One-point leader are the Maroons. Ball on the left side of the gym in front of the Bleacher Bum student section, spanning about seven rows, as many rows as there are in the lower level here at Combs Gym. They're in. Here's a three on the way. That one won't go for Chris Bush. A little bit short off the front iron. And a rebound brought in by Posey for Centennial. Posey up the court left to right. Now the Chargers in front of their own student section and their own bench. And a handoff now on the right wing for O'Neal Johnson. Johnson dribbles left and a bounce pass to Jaden Schild. Schild where the volleyball lines intersect left wing. Now they go over to the right side of the floor and here's Jacoby Posey. Posey dribbles past his defender A.J. Tucker and has his shot contested down low. Baldwin and Bush were there for the Maroons. Baldwin will clear it out now for Central. He'll stop at the free throw line. He's got to double team there. And Luke Swanson is open on the left side of the perimeter. And he'll center this one up with 6.05 left in regulation. And his Maroons leading 44-43. Baldwin now gets it. Top of the key. Baldwin shades right. Now dribbles left. Baldwin passes to Swanson. Swanson an open three. Uh, Centennial did a pretty good job of closing out there on the left wing. And it won't go. Rebound brought in by the Chargers. And now they go down to the corner. And... Jaden Schill, or pardon me, Kellen Fultz. Fultz has to pick it up down there in the corner. They'll go now to Jacoby Posey. Posey looking for Fultz down low in the paint. A lot of traffic there, and the Maroons poke it loose in the passing lane. A turnover. 
And now Baldwin drives, steps through traffic in the paint. And a right-handed floater won't fall off the glass. Shilbaut in transition, coast to coast. He got the rebound and jetted ahead and lays it in. And the Centennial Chargers lead by a point, 45-44. Timeout Maroons. That's exactly what Coach Lavin and all the Centennial Charger fans want to see from your big-time player making big-time plays. And Shilba's fired up going into this timeout. Full timeout called now by P.J. Keaton and the Maroons. Reset it for you. They trail 45-44. Jaden Schilb just gave Centennial a lead. 5.09 left in this final frame. We can look right down into Tim Lavin's huddle and see what he's doing, Jason. He's not really using the clipboard, not early on. It looks like he's trying to fire his guys up. Now the cheerleading teams are on the floor. Having a little dance battle down there at midcourt. It's Champaign Central's gym, but both these teams trying to stake claim to Champaign. That's what's so fun about this rivalry. <laughs> Absolutely, and I didn't know if that was pre-planned or real <laughs> or what was going on. I thought it was all pre-planned, and you saw some administrators come out onto the floor. And some of them were smiling, and some of them weren't. <laughs> Both teams, both cheerleading teams met out there at midcourt, and uh, it, it, was, it was a little dance battle is how I would describe it at first, but th then it got a little chippy, and I don't know if maybe that was pre-planned at first, and tensions kicked in. All, all smiles, it's all good. Won't disrupt play at all. Tell you one thing, Jason, we've got 5.09 left to play. It's going to get loud in here if it hasn't already. And yeah. it has. <laughs> it absolutely has been loud, and I think it'll only get louder. Here we go, Central out of the timeout, they inbound. They're on the left side of the floor in their offensive zone. Here's Caden Love, has to give it up in the middle of the paint, gives it out top. And now they go down to Antoine Frazier in the corner. Frazier back to Baldwin here, or Swanson, pardon me. Swanson now gives to Bush, left wing. Bush tries to drive past Schilb, got a screen from Frazier. Now they go down to Swanson in the corner, and Bush tried to come in and set a screen. And Swanson has it poked loose out of bounds. It'll stay with Central. And so they'll inbound from under the Centennial basket to Bush. Bush to a cutting Swanson. And Swanson can't float at home. Pardon me, with 4.30 left here in the final frame. The Chargers up across midcourt, leading by a point. Love guards Fultz, and now Fultz passes over to Todd McAboo. McAboo stops at the free throw line. He gives it back to Schilb. Schilb attacking right elbow. Now he's forced to bring it back out. Fultz on the left wing. Two steps in, and a floater, and a foul. And Kellen Fultz will go to the line for a pair of free throws. And these are big with 4.10 left in the game, and his team leading by the slimmest of margins, 45-44. Yeah, Caden Love picks up his first foul of the night. Fultz's first free throw. He was lucky to graze the iron on that, Jason. That was short. Now the best he can do is make it a two-point game. Well, every point matters, especially as we get down the stretch here. 45-44, Fultz's second free throw. Leader on the gridiron for the Chargers. He knocks in the second free throw, 44. 46, pardon me, Schilb steals it and scores, and now it's 48-44. A two-possession uh, two lead 
for the Chargers. Chilled with a steal and score, and now the Maroons playing from behind. A four-point game. Here's Bush getting the pass, attacking down low, and he splits the paint and lays it in. A two-point game again. Schilb quickly ahead for the Chargers on the inbound. Standing on the left sideline. Maroon script text. Above that, it's the Coach Kabuti core here in Champaign. Now he gives it to the right side, opposite side of the floor. And O'Neal Johnson, Johnson looking down low for Pete. Pete a little bit of contact there. And they'll call an offensive foul against Pete Jason as he went to work in the paint. Yeah, unfortunate there. I, I thought the Chargers could really gain some momentum there with Pete down low if he was able to work, but uh, unable to do so. He turned around, full bore ahead, and crashed into a maroon. 48-46, Maroons trail. They've got the ball. Here's Swanson giving to Bush. Bush two steps in on the left elbow, and he knocks it down. A deep two. Planked off the iron twice, dropped through. 48 all with three to play. Yeah, Jaden Schilb really pressuring Bush there, but Bush still able to rise above him, sink that in. Here's Fultz, fires a bullet down low to Pete. First chance for Pete wouldn't go, second won't go. Gets his own rebound and one on his third try. Lucky number three for Pete going to the line to make it a three-point game. Uh, 2.49 left to play here in the fourth, and a 50-48 lead for Centennial. Pete shooting in front of his own student section, and cheerleaders, and a putback there on the free throw. Will they count that as one or two? Looked like that was a putback to my eye, Jason. They counted as one point for now, and it's a 51-48 ball game. And here's Chris Bush now for Central. Bush now to Swanson. Swanson a deep two left wing, wouldn't go, and the Maroons trailing by three. Needed an answer there, didn't get one. Centennial now to the offensive end. Full length pass to O'Neal Johnson in the right corner. And he's got to give it up. He gives to Todd McAboo. McAboo cuts to the basket from the right wing, and Centennial's lead, biggest it's been all game, a five-point advantage with 2.05 to play. Here's Chris Bush now. Top of the key for the Maroons. Almost had it stripped away from behind him. Gives to Roan. Roan free throw line picks up his dribble. Now Swanson and Love out top three. Won't go. Shilled the rebound for Centennial. And the Maroons will back off. He'll have a chance to clear it. He gives ahead to Todd McAboo. McAboo attacks down low. And it rolls home for Todd McAboo. Centennial ahead by seven, and a timeout called by P.J. Keaton with 1.42 to play, 55-48. to 48. Yeah, good timeout there by P.J. Keaton. He's got to regroup the troops here and see if the Maroons can make a bit of a comeback. Just a minute 42 left, and they trail by seven. It really looked like everybody on the court thought that the Chargers were going to slow things down there that last possession. They kicked ahead of Maccabu, and he just sprinted out and went all the way to the hoop. Centennial on a 7-0 run here in the last little bit. It was tied at 48, and they've jetted ahead, have the Chargers to lead 55-48. A minute and 42 seconds left at Combs Gym. Ticking toward 9 o'clock here in Champaign. Got a good one. It's been a pretty fast-paced varsity game after the JV game ran just a little bit long. Centennial won that 
Yeah, it, it really has been. I, I feared that we would uh, be here for a while tonight. And, you know, this is one of the quicker varsity games I've been at this season. But still a minute 42 of game left, and anything can happen here. Looks like they did readjust that. So they will say that that was a, a tipped free throw uh, a little bit ago, and they've adjusted the score to 70, or to a 56, 48, pardon me, with a minute and 30 to play. Central has the ball. They're on the wrong end of that. They need eight points to tie this thing up. Under 90 seconds left to play. Here's Bush on the right wing. Bush three steps in, picks up his dribble, can't get the mid-range to go. It's brought in by Baldwin. Baldwin out to Roan. His three won't fall. Bush a rebound, and Chris Bush is fouled on his way up. And Chris Bush needs these two free throws with a minute 16 to play. Maroons trail 56-48. That foul called on O'Neal Johnson of Centennial. He picks up his first. Chris Bush, couple dribbles, picks it up, and his first free throw falls. Jason, I've got to think this is the guy you want at the line if you're P.J. Keaton and the Maroons, the 6'6 junior. The Maroons go as he go, and he got the first. Yeah, absolutely. A couple other players I wouldn't mind having at the line either for the Maroons, especially the way they've been shooting tonight. 56-50, Bush got the second. And now a shift to the Maroons' defense as Jaden Schilp Dribbles ahead for Centennial. Chargers leading by six, 56-50. 65 seconds left for the game. Schild putting the moves on Bush. Bush, now he dribbles past Bush. Has a lane to the basket and adjusts and scores. Gets all the way to the rack and lays it in. Right-handed layup falls. And now here's Swanson up ahead for the Maroons. Back to an eight-point game. Here's Bush, top of the key. 43 seconds left. Bush is going to take a three. That one's short. And a rebound, offensive rebound for the Maroons. They kick it out to Roan. His three on the right side is in and out. And a tie-up down low under the basket. And the jump ball arrow will favor Centennial. That was Chris Bush tying it up down there with the, who is that, Jason? Todd Lee. McAboo. Todd McAboo. And the arrow will favor Centennial. Couple fans starting to head for the exits in this one. Let's see. Football pass down low to McAboo. McAboo fouled. As he tried to lay it in, Jason, I think they'll say that was on the floor. We'll see. In any case, no, they'll say that was on the shot. And Todd McAboo's got a pair of big free throws coming up here in this eight-point game with 29.8 seconds left. They'll adjust that call, actually. Everyone was ready to shoot, and now they'll have Kellen Fultz inbound. And they'll inbound to McAboo. He can't get the layup to go on the inbound. And one for Pete, who got the rebound and put it up and in. And that might do it for this one with 25 and 6 tenths of a second left. Centennial turns on the Jets late. It's not over, but it's a 10-point game with Pete at the line to make it an 11-point game, and he does. And Champaign Central is going to need a miracle late in this one on their home floor. They get it to Baldwin. Baldwin to Swanson. Swanson, a left-wing three won't go. Bush the rebound. Second chance. He got it. But the clock's ticking down to 10. Jaden Schilb will inbound. Schilb looking, scanning, gets it to Todd McAboo. Six seconds left, down to five. And Central tries to foul. They won't call it. And Centennial 
closes this one out and wins it for the eighth time in a row against Champaign Central. They'll storm the floor. And Centennial a 61-52 winner tonight at Combs Gym. Yeah, what an exciting game. It really felt like it could be anyone's game until maybe the last 30 seconds of this one. Uh, Central started off big, had a 13-6 lead early in the first quarter. We ended the first quarter tied up at 13. We went into halftime. Central had a four-point lead. Uh, you know, Chargers turned it on a little bit more there in the third quarter. And then the last part of that fourth quarter is where they started to take over. 61-52, the final score tonight. And it was uh, not a tale of two halves. It was a tale of... I would say it was a tale of 28 minutes and four minutes. Centennial really cranking it up late. We'll have our final stats for you as we tabulate them up, final scoring figures at least. And how about this? For the eighth time in a row, Centennial has taken down Champaign Central. They've been close. Central's been close. But again, the bride's maiden, not the bride tonight. And this one falls into some really good ones we've seen in those last eight meetings. You look at the three-overtime game last year. You look at a 46-41 win for Centennial on February 18, 2020 that started this streak. And again, it's Tim Lavin's Chargers. Win number 396 for Tim Lavin. He's nearing 400. Think he would get there uh, in the next couple of weeks if the Chargers keep this one up. And Jason, I don't know who tipped that uh, free throw in. It was a, a going back a ways there and a crowded, uh, crowded alley down there for sure. So our scoring figures will be close to accurate. Close to accurate, we're just missing two points for the Maroons. I uh, wasn't sure who tipped that in. I initially gave a uh, free throw to Caden uh, Pete, but of course that wasn't the case as a uh, Charger tipped that in. But as we're going through the scoring for the Champagne Central Maroons, they end up with 52. Torreon Roan had eight, all of those coming in the first half. Luke Swanson with four. Chris Bush even scoring attack between halves. He had eight in the first half, eight in the second for a team leading 16. Axel Baldwin poured in 14, most of him coming in the first half with 11 in the first half. Malachi Nichols had four. Antoine Frazier had a couple and Quentin Goody had two points as well. Over on the other side of the court, the Centennial Chargers win this one with 61 points led by Jaden Schilb, who poured in 18. Big game from Caden Pete with 15. Kellen Fultz threw in seven. Todd McAboo added eight. Six of those coming down the stretch in the second half. O'Neal Johnson with six, and Damarion Baker with three. So 61-52, the final scoring for Centennial Chargers' victory over the Champaign Central Maroons tonight. And Zach Pyatt will have more online at newsgazette.com. Lots to write about tonight. When it comes to our player of the game, a couple of different options. Who, who are we looking at? Got to go Centennial on this one. And a pretty balanced scoring effort, but you look at 18 for Jaden Schilb and 15 for Caden Pete. I mean, it's it's got to be between those two can of a we, crowded field. Can we give a 1A <laughs> and a 1B? You know, we talked so much about Jaden Schilb going into this game. He started off a little slow, but then really delivered, uh, you know, even four points in, this, in the first quarter. Those came late, but uh, yeah, Jaden Schilb, a terrific game. 
And uh, then, you know, 1B, Caden Pete stepping up big time. We talked about how he stepped up against Danville with 16, poured in 15 tonight. So uh, big play from Caden Pete as well. I suppose if I'm forced to pick one, <laughs> I've got to choose Jaden Schill, but a huge shout out to Caden Pete. That was a lot of fun to watch Caden Pete go at it down low against Caden Love. Love was wearing number 42 for Central tonight. And again, apologies, didn't have that for you in the first half. But uh, Caden Love, and it was a similar thing, I think, during football season. Didn't have his number, and he came in and, uh, and made it happen. And we were like, who's that? And uh, he came in and had a nice game for Central. Central had a, a, a number of candidates as well. I just faltered a little bit down the stretch. But again, it's a real treat to watch Chris Bush play. And, I think the Maroons, Jason, have established themselves in, in Big 12 play and, and overall this season as a team you can't take lightly. Uh, they're now 8-10. and 10. Centennial's now 12-6. and 6, But the Maroons can't sleep on them because they've got enough ability to give you a game for sure. Well, absolutely. You know, yeah. we, we thought the Chargers were, uh, you know, really going to sprint out and take a commanding lead from the get-go, and that wasn't the case. The Maroons gave them everything that they could handle and more tonight. You mentioned not just Chris Bush. Axel Baldwin was lighting it up in the first half. He had three threes in the first half, I believe. He finished with 14. I love watching Torreon Roan yeah. play. I remember that from last year and then seeing him again tonight. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember him. Very good play from Torreon Roan as well. So I think Coach P.J. Keaton, uh, his first season as the Maroons head coach, doing a great job with uh, the players here at Champaign Central High School. P.J. Keaton, big things in store for this program moving forward. They've, they've got a couple of young pieces. Excited to see what the Maroons can do moving forward. Centennial, too. Caden Pizza Jr., Jaden Schill, pardon me, is a, a sophomore. So good years ahead for both these teams. We're going to have a lot more fun installments of this rivalry in the years to come. Again, it is... A 61-52 to 52 winner for Centennial tonight. Glad you've been with us at Combs Gym on WDWS Sports Extra. The first of a handful of games, hopefully more than a handful of games, we have for you on this channel moving forward. Looking ahead for Centennial, their next five games are as follows. They'll play Manual on January 16th. Uh, Manual really looking like one of the contenders in Class 2A this season as the Rams slide down a class. And then Centennial gets uh, pretty familiar with the city of Decatur. They'll host MacArthur on the 19th and Eisenhower on the 20th. They will host Charleston on the 23rd. So four home games in a row for the Chargers coming up, and then they are at Peoria Richwoods and Latham Somerville on January 26th. And for Champaign Central, their next five games at Chatham Glenwood on the 15th of January. They're at the Salem Invitational from the 17th through the 20th. They'll open that with Salem on the 17th, and that tournament also includes East St. Louis, Mount Vernon, Carbondale, Effingham, and Centralia, who the Maroons have actually already played this season. Then they will play MacArthur on January 23rd. So some big ones in the next five games for both teams, Jason. Yeah, absolutely, and gonna be, uh, you know this is kind of the exciting part of the year. After we get back from winter break, they start playing Big 12 conference games a little bit more frequently. Uh, you know, this is this is when you really find what each team is made of. These teams back at it against each other on February 6th at Coleman Caradine Gym at Centennial. That's going to be a lot of fun. I would assume we'll be there having the call for you in that one. So looking forward to that. And, uh, Jason, as we leave it for our listeners, I know Unit 4 Schools had a little bit of a longer winter break. I know everyone's back in the building and uh, wishing everybody a, a safe and fun semester ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Both uh, staff and uh, students excited 
about uh, finishing up this semester. Absolutely. Run to the finish line starts now, and it starts with a 61-52 win for Centennial here at Combs Gym against the host Champagne Central Maroons. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. Kind of the maiden voyage for WDWS Sports Extra. It was certainly a lot of fun to bring this one to you tonight. I'm Joey Wright alongside my broadcast partner, Jason Liggett. Plenty more to come from Zach Pyatt. Online for the News Gazette, he joined us at halftime. And this game will be up as a podcast as well to listen to later on in the Extra Prep podcast uh, folder of our website. So looking forward to that. Jason, have a great weekend. This was fun. Yeah, you as well, Joey. Right on. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. We'll leave it there for you at Combs Gym tonight. Centennial, a 61-52 winner against Central. Have a safe and happy weekend. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Joey Wright. That's all from Combs Gym.